0: Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
1: It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You can see us everywhere on YouTube. Just go to the sportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat each and every day here in the Ingles studio. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's back. It's, I mean, it's, it feels I, I feel like,
2: like I had not had football in forever. It feels
1: like an entire off season has passed in the last three days. I need football every day. I, I need I, look. You poo pooed
2: when I said we need Maxion on Tuesdays
1: yeah, to start I mean, the second week in September. Doesn't help me, Maxion doesn't help me. That's because you it. don't wager. I'm right. I mean, I get it. It it feeds that need for you degenerate gamblers. But yeah, I want bet actual better. big boy football every day of the week. Yeah, bet better. You'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maxion doesn't help me. I want actual football each and every day of the week. Put on some, you know, random – like Miami and Texas A&M. That would have been a hell of a game to have on a Wednesday night. No, I'm good. I, I, I'll i be really honest with you. I say this
2: because I do want to have something to bet every day of the week. I, I, I kind of need the two days off. You do. I do. I mean, just think about this week. So, tonight we have outstanding football games. Yes. I cannot wait for the 74 text messages I'm going to get from you asking how you're supposed to find this game. <laughs> It's on Amazon Prime by the way. It is uh it, so but don't go to the Twitter machine and go I can't find the game on Fox.
1: You won't find it on Fox. Nope. It's not there anymore. Nope. Only on Prime, only streaming. And you know, if you can't find the game, sorry grandpa, you you need to get with the times. Look, if I can figure out how to have Amazon Prime and stream it on my television, then I feel like everybody else should be able to as well. So, I don't want to hear any complaining. I don't want to hear any whining. Oh, it's no, no, I can't get it with my rabbit ears. Upgrade. I don't feel bad for you. But you
2: have that tonight. Yes. Tomorrow night, you got a whiteout. My Florida State Seminoles taking on Louisville. Uh huh. We'll talk about that game in the next hour. Game I can't
1: wait to see y'all lose.
2: Okay, I don't need your negativity. <laughs> all right, I, I get enough of that being a Jets fan. I don't need your negative Nanciness
1: i just do it to get under your skin you i know, know you know i'll be pulling for the seminoles to win that game that's bad that's bad when you have an acc uh fan look at florida state and goes yeah i think i'm gonna take you over that uh newer team in the acc because there was a day where that never would have
2: happened no we were the most hated kid on the block and i loved it the razor ramon and me
1: loved being the bad guy now you're now you're cute now, now, now it's like, oh, Florida State, I hope they win.
2: Now we're like Hacksaw Jim Duggan.
1: Just, yeah. hey, you're oh! right.
2: you were awesome for a minute. That was a real long time ago.
1: <laughs> right, we got, we got big boy football tonight, tomorrow night, of course, Saturday and Sunday. Monday night is... Doubleheader Monday
2: night. Yeah. I just don't get a lot accomplished during football season
1: nor nor should you i just i, mean, I is, don't i this mean i want to get at.
2: on a golf course and i can't do that except in the noon window on saturday because
1: it's dog pedal tuesday wednesday y'all need to catch up to the schedule ah, i'm fine with it i'm, I'm not fine it. I, I give me the
2: action so i have something to wager on and then let me roll on about my day gotcha and because that- once thursday starts tonight all in Oh, if yeah. you can't get up for this game, you're not a football
3: fan.
1: No chargers and the chiefs is going to be a fantastic Thursday night game in Kansas city. And we will have all of the picks, the preview coming up for you later on in the program. We got a uh, Jones angel going to join us for a tar heel time at four o'clock as he does each and every Thursday throughout the football and basketball seasons, tar heels are off this week, but we figured why not? give him you know have him give us a ring a 3-0 and fbs team is worth
2: talking about yes and according to cbs they have the fourth most important college uh, quarterback in college football of course they do that's insanity it's not stop it's doing it's not
1: that. you're 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 doubting the drake may train i like and, the kid and I, if you think he's the fourth most important quarterback in college football you are delusional to the highest <laughs> extreme <laughs> he has uh he has landed on the map like nobody else in college football maybe quinn ewers but that didn't only last a half mulleted me
3: mm-hmm.
1: that only lasted a half of football oh don't worry, be back. don't worry it'll be back
2: don't worry it'll be back Texas doesn't really have the most daunting schedule till he comes back.
1: Uh, as we do on Fridays, we always focus on the weekend coming ahead, picking the NFL games, picking – Jeremy has all his banger What's, picks for the weekend. Oh, and the bangers this week are – Last week was good. All right, we had App State as the money
2: line Dog plus 850. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. This week, some low-key – Teams that you don't necessarily think about, got some big numbers, looking at one in the forties,
1: couple in the thirties. This is a degenerate weekend and I'm very excited about it. Okay. Uh, I mean, at first glance, the college schedule doesn't look like it impresses all that much, but today is our day to talk college football. Uh, And then of course, tomorrow we'll be all in on the NFL and picking games with the chiefs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who won that last week? Yeah, well, by we don't quite. A, we don't go, need to by quite that. a nice margin, we actually. Need to talk about that. You've uh, week week one's in the books. Jeremy's got the early lead and beat the Chief. Three games over me, two games over the Chief. Wire to wire,
2: we're going wire to wire. No big deal. Because I have a feeling there is one game that you both will go the opposite side of me, and it's a game that I could look like a total moron. It's a bet your house game.
1: Let's no, say it's a bet my house game. It's just one I have a
2: really really good feeling yeah. about okay
1: all right so today is our uh like i said our college football day we'll also talk some nfl though because we got thursday night football tonight jeremy also has uh wants to talk about the green bay packers we'll do that later on in this hour we got the daily draft coming up at the top of the third hour of the program as we do each and every day and today since uh, drake may is the fourth most important player in college football according we'll to cbs sports yeah we'll be talking about uh college we'll, or we'll be drafting college quarterbacks we're gonna do that list the way it actually
2: should be done drake may's name don't look for it to be included mm, you're wrong uh then it'll be you if we went 10 <laughs> rounds i ain't saying drake may
1: really no stop it just a flight greatest we, quarterback, greatest quarterback flavor class
2: ever Mm-hmm. greatest quarterback class of all time and you're talking about a sophomore on a team that cannot stop a nosebleed bingo the
1: team's gonna win a lot of games uh, in our so youtube is the reason
2: in our youtube comments the resident uh reverend of the sportsocracy asked battle for the belt link this week it is in the youtube description it will be on facebook later tonight well i'm trying to figure out exactly what DraftKings wants from me when i click the recurring contest button it And it didn't re- recur. Ah. So I hit the button. That's all I could do. Why do you have a button if the button doesn't do what the button's supposed to do? Right.
1: Right. Everybody, uh, make sure that you get in on the, uh, battle for the belt. You can, you can still get into the contest. Apparently we got people that are just like, screw it. Uh,
2: fine. I can win a week. Right. I will get into the finals and I will win this. Right. More power to you. So Let's again, go.
1: if you want to, if you want to register for that, just, uh, click on the link in the description of the video and, uh, you know, make your $20 donation to Eblin charity, St. Nicholas project to put you in the, uh, in the running for the custom championship belt being made as we speak with the sportsocracy logo and all of that plus the uh prize pack that's worth over a thousand dollars with lovely uh lovely parting gifts from all of our lovely sponsors here. parting in the gifts or if Ocras. you lose um oh yeah that's true yeah parting gifts if you lose this is for the winner yeah it's not a parting gift well, I mean, there are parting gifts uh, for people who don't win. If you bat. win your, if you win your, uh, your, your best ball league,
2: yeah, you get a prize pack from us. you know, get a little, get a little shirt. There you go. With That's the new a logo gift.
1: from the show. That's a parting gift. Anyhow,
2: Chiefs and the Chargers tonight. I have one prevailing question: mm-hmm. Are we going to change our minds about anything based on how this game goes? Is nope. there anything that can happen tonight that you walk in here tomorrow and go, "Well, that's not how I expected it to go."
1: Maybe, I mean, if it's a low-scoring, it won't be g- over slugfest. You oh, know I'm... what?
2: I got a pick that I'm not going to make you wait until the end of the next hour for. Over. over. <laughs> you remember, you you remember last week when I said take the under a Chargers Raiders? But there's
0: that th- I feel that confident but, on the over but tonight. But there's
1: also that thing about Thursday night football games. When you expect it to be fireworks and nonstop action, somehow the fates decide that tonight's Thursday night football game is going to be a gross fest. And it's not going to be. I don't think it will be. I don't think there's much chance of that happening, but I'm saying that that would be one thing that would change my mind probably. Uh, And I don't know how. The thing that would change my mind
2: is if the Chargers win. You go into Arrowhead and beat Kansas City.
1: I'm even higher on you now than I was, and I Mm -hmm. had you at two. I already think they're better than Kansas City Chiefs, so I won't be shocked if they win the game. But there's something about getting over that hump. Oh, absolutely.
2: I I think what most of us believe in terms of a complete team, that they're better. Kansas City has holes. Kansas City has holes in ways that the Chargers don't. Mm -hmm. But I've never seen you do it. There is something about this being the national spotlight game. Just look at last week. Reigning Super Bowl champions at home come out, lay an egg. How many people did you hear say, Oh, I'm down on the Rams? Wasn't many. Right. hey Maybe regressed a little bit. Maybe with ah, you know, a little Super Bowl hangover. Mm-hmm. Prevailing thought Buffalo Bills were the best team in the league. Yep. Every power ranking that came out in the last week from anybody of any repute had the Buffalo Bills at one. Mm-hmm. If the Chargers are able to pull this off in Kansas City, they're the only contender for Buffalo. For me, and, and I don't care if Buffalo loses. They could, Tennessee could beat them. I still wouldn't change my mind mm-hmm. that they're the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Unless the Chargers win tonight, and it's impressive. Arrowhead's a hard, difficult place to play. Yes, it is. I say this often. It's hard to win on the road in the NFL. It's really hard to win on the road in the NFL when you play in one of the loudest stadiums in the league. Are they going to have J.C. Jackson tonight? That's the question. It's up in the air. Uh, the last I heard, he was still questionable and I'm going to level with you, I don't care. You don't care. I don't care. That's not where this game's going to be won and lost. It's going to be lost on the line. The question is, can Khalil Mack and and Joey Bosa get to Pat Mahomes? Indeed. If Pat Mahomes is upright and able to throw on time, I'm not sure who's going to beat them. Mm -hmm. The, The Tyreek Hill thing, nobody cares. But it was against Arizona. Some of the throws he made last week, there's not another quarterback in this league that can do it. With Kansas City,
1: you just trust it until it piddles in the floor. Mm-hmm. But it is when Patrick Mahomes is under duress, he obviously takes a step back, as every quarterback does. Remember, and if, the, if you, this
2: pass rush can't
1: get to him, nobody can. If I, Khalil I, Mack
2: and Joy Bosa cannot get him off balance, mm-hmm. when Pat Mahomes is balanced, he's the best quarterback in the NFL, and it's not debatable. You, you can see it or not, it's totally up to you. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. The in-the-basket throw to Travis Kelsey last week, there are not three quarterbacks in this league that made that throw that way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Tightest of tight window throws because he is in the pocket and nobody's close. But he's got a little braid in him. When you get him off balance, yeah, he does all of the no-look things. Statistically, not great when he does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there have been some highlights. But if you want to get to him, you're going to have to get him out
1: of that pocket. Mm-hmm. I mean – Rewind back to the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got after him. Mm -hmm. That pass rush was in his face all the time. And it ended up being that, you know, 31 to 9 surprise that nobody expected to see. I feel like the Chargers can do that to him. The question is, will that Kansas City offensive line be able to mitigate that enough? There is a huge
2: mismatch in this game which is why I will be on the side that I'm on later in this show.
1: After the break, we'll tell you what that mismatch is and how it can be mitigated. You are in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Are you
4: ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
3: Roots and Wings the two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college there's also groceries laundry detergent notebook paper ironing instructions and futons that assemble with parts left over at ingles we have all the comforts of home right around the corner we know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most ingles
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
0: The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun
1: there, eh, Scott? Thursday night football tonight. Yes, uh, just a reminder. I feel like we have to say this every time. You're not going to find the game on regular TV. It is being streamed on Amazon Prime. Period. That's it. End of message. Repeat, repeat the, the line. line. You're not going to find it anywhere else. No. It is only on Amazon Prime. So if you do not have Amazon Prime, might be a good time for uh, you know, a uh free preview or whatever, you know. You can if you don't have Amazon trial.
2: Prime at this point, I am convinced you're either not married or you keep your money in mayonnaise jars in the backyard correct (laughs) i cannot remember the last day that i got home and there was not an amazon prime package on my doorstep really it probably hasn't happened in nine months just constantly every single day and there are times it's 10 of them
3: Mm
2: -hmm. hwa loves to shop but she doesn't love to go to a store uh are, are your orders always accurate is the
1: question. yes okay all right
2: there's also a game you can play with amazon of you say something was you you, you return something but they don't ask for it back mm-hmm. i cannot wrap my head around that oh just keep it we'll, yeah we'll, yeah return it well how about we just give you your money back we, we know you're gonna reinvest it in amazon we're amazon but you keep that
1: that's interesting
2: i will never i've watched amy do it a hundred times right now well, this is not right well here's your money back you keep the
1: wrong thing we don't want the wrong thing back we, the reason i ask is because we bought uh, we bought a bunch of the kids school supplies on online this year we ordered the 10 composition books that we needed five for each child we ended up getting forty seven of them delivered to our house. Sweet. It was it was nice. So the entire neighborhood. Composition books covered by the Spencers. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> this is gonna be a it's gonna be a strange question. The hell is a composition book?
1: You want a notebook? Yeah, the composition notebooks that you had to use for English class that don't have the they don't have like the spiral binder. It's it's oh it's got the tape. Binder. <laughs> Hard Lisa, to rip
2: out the pages. Lisa in our YouTube comments said, Jeremy, what are you, a cop? HWA knows what she's doing. Yes, she does. I I am telling you right. We hadn't paid for a Halloween costume like the five years we've been together. Nice. Somehow a Halloween costume shows up, then the money goes right back into the account. It's still in the closet. I've seen it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, uh, the, the business model of Amazon is a little confusing. I appreciate it. I can run out of Tide tonight and have Tide on my front doorstep tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So all the people that like to complain about Jeff Bezos. I best not be seeing Amazon prime packages. On speaking
1: your. Of, speaking of Halloween costumes, uh, you do realize that the big orange tent is back at the Asheville Mall. I, I do. It's Halloween time. The big orange A- and that's tent. That's our. That, that's the the only place in Asheville to go get your Halloween costume. Absolutely, the big orange tent back at the Asheville Mall. They are open uh, ten to eight Monday. Or yeah, ten to eight monday through saturday and 11 to 6 i think it is on sunday you asking me or telling me no i'm i'm I, I believe that i know it's i know they close at six i'm not sure what time they open on sundays that's the one-stop shop for halloween customers absolutely they got everything you need so be sure to go uh, go by halloween express big orange tent at the asheville mall parking lot as it is each and every year. Now, um, Thursday night football tonight, Chiefs versus the Chargers. There's one big mismatch. What is it? I feel like the, the, the
2: NFL community on the whole got duped into Kansas City was really good defensively. They weren't.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Of the 11 starters for the Kansas City Chiefs, how many of them, by PFF grade, finished in the top third of their position in week one? In, in a game that they absolutely eviscerated the Cardinals. This is on the total defense. Totally, It's the 11 starters. Base okay. defense, two corners, three linebackers, blah, 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 blah. I'll go two. It's three. It's three. Juan Thornhill, Nick Bolton, I have four, Legarius Sneed and Chris Jones for the 11. The other seven were bottom half or worse. Mm-hmm. That didn't show in Arizona because Arizona can't play dead in the Western. The L.A. Chargers can. And that team is really good, Mm but there's no Keenan Allen. You know what that means. Josh Palmer season. It's Josh Palmer season, baby! (laughs) Somebody in the YouTube comments asked who is the low-key sneaky DFS play. Josh Palmer, not close three greatest fill-in dfs play, players of all time josh palmer josh palmer josh palmer nice. let's go nice
1: when he scores three touchdowns tonight you are not going to want to be in my presence tomorrow well the problem is uh you 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 can't make your hay off of it because you don't play the uh, the captain's things ah, just, and, and you know what in celebration of josh palmer playing tonight you will let's go all right saddle up and he's ride. doing the uh captain showdown lineup tonight. josh palmer captain's choice interesting uh yeah so the mismatch here is the chief or is the chargers offense against the chiefs defense which might look good statistically from what they gave up last week but again they were playing the cardinals
2: in, in a game where you knew exactly what they were doing mm-hmm. so you stopped and running the ball of course you did you were up by a Julian before the game had really even started now conversely I worry about the outside corners with no J.C. Jackson. I don't know that I would like him that much better with him, because who do you put him on? You look—that's—that's that's one of the things that I think I undervalued after watching the tape of the Chiefs against the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, so you got a lockdown corner. Who do you put him on? Unless he's a giant, you can't put him on Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Kelsey ate him alive. Mm-hmm. You put him on Juju i would probably say yes i mean he led the team in targets it's not like he was all that effective he was fine right my projections for tonight he scores a touchdown if you told me it was marquez valdez scantling instead would i be stunned no or sky Moore. Mm -hmm. it's a very multiple chiefs offense i cannot see a path this game doesn't go over I, i know the thing about thursday games and they're always gross and they're
1: they're yuck fest i get it not always almost always almost always but not always i mean the tennessee buffalo game was a thursday night game last year wasn't it which one the tennessee buffalo wasn't that a thursday night game no it was a monday night game oh it was a monday night game okay i knew it was a prime time game i just couldn't remember yeah. which yeah that was a a monday night game mm-hmm. Mo- more often than not thursday nights tend to disappoint but i don't th- I- but i think this one is uh disappoint proof when you have Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and the only the only team that I look at and go, I don't know that you're going to be able to do everything you want to do tonight, is Kansas City. I could because I believe that much in the Chargers, and I am, I'm not going to say I'm seacrest out as Jeremy likes to say, on the Chiefs defense, but it it's not great. I like Lajarius name. When when you said who who finished in the top third of their positions, I said two. I was thinking Chris Jones and LeJarius Snead. You've got a couple of pieces on that defense. I didn't Oh yeah, Nick Bolton's Nick a good Bolton's, player. Nick Bolton's good, but I, you know, it doesn't surprise me that he was a top third at his position last week, but still he's not top of mind yet to me no. on that defense
2: and i'm I'm catching a lot of shade about josh palmer okay look i he's a rookie last year i I understand i said josh palmer it takes some time to acclimate in this league right tonight it's mike williams josh palmer end of message repeat the line
1: jalen guyton your your last little boyfriend the the last need that we needed and uh yeah because there's no keenan allen there's no donald parham so you can't you you can't lean on that Mm -mm. gerald everett he... he's the starting
2: tight end yeah trey mckitty who played and he scored way a... more snaps did he score
1: than... twice last week or did he, just he score had to a one? touchdown last week okay
2: and played way more snaps than you want to think i'll tell you another thing i'm looking forward tonight i want to see who gets snaps for kansas city at running back that three guys played 16 more snaps last week yeah and clyde edwards allaire was virtually a ghost in the second half because he had already done the work he'd already done the work in the first half that's he didn't not how i saw that <laughs> I you're salting away an nfl game and clyde edwards helaire could
1: have just gone home and i don't think anybody would have noticed right isaiah pacheco continues to be the name that's the one it continues to be the name that everybody's hot on and uh, you know
2: <sighs>
1: another if you're looking for a dfs banger for tonight isaiah
2: pacheco you can do much one. worse not a bad one biggest drawback of the chargers linebacking court. One of those linebackers ends up on Pacheco. He flanks out. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's one of those
1: where if your brain is there, you just go, i
2: out. I don't know what's happening.
1: Thursday night football is going to be fun. Jeremy's going to have his picks coming up at the end of the program. Today, coming up after the break, we'll get just a bit outside and we'll talk about the Green Bay Packers. Are they as good as, I guess, they, quote-unquote, want us to believe?
3: At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings.
1: When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told him what I was looking for, told him my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Boy, you must be outside your mind.
0: The Sportsocracy.
1: Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed.
0: Welcome back into the
1: Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Today and just a bit outside, we're going to talk about, uh, well, a little baseball here. Because something happened in baseball that I I just find very comical. Zach Plesak. You remember that name? He made headlines back in the... Uh, stop it. What, what do you think? <laughs> He's a pitcher for the Cleveland Guardians. You may remember him from such stories as... Uh, oh, I don't know, during the coronavirus shutdown when everybody was uh, supposed to be locked away in their hotel rooms. Remember, it was him and Mike Clevenger went out on the town and didn't tell anybody, and then, oh, my God, they put us all at risk. And it was a big scandal because it was right at the top of of all of the return of baseball. And then a year later, we had the story that he broke his hand when he ripped off his shirt in the clubhouse. So angry about his pitching performance, he ripped off his jersey and then hit his hand on a chair and broke it. He sh- he struck again. Uh, he gave up a home run a couple of weeks ago against the Seattle Mariners. Knew it was gone as soon as it as as soon as the ball hit the bat. And what did he do? Eh, he couldn't control his anger again, and he punched the mound like he punched the ground and broke his hand. And today the story has kind of come full circle because obviously when you have a client that won't take care of themselves in sports, your best option is to just cut him loose and his agents have dumped him. Just, this is three years in a row now that you have done something that takes you off of the field that was completely unnecessary and you're gone and you're gone. Zach Plisak, You are an idiot, sir. An absolute moron. I get doing it once. I get doing it twice, maybe. Three years in a row? It's just an idiot. My story is about a sport
2: that, you know, people actually care about. (laughs) The Miami Dolphins had a pretty decent Sunday. Mm -hmm. 20-7 win over the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. Never really in doubt. However, there is a pretty smart guy in the room That was not overly impressed. And that man, is former New Orleans Saints head coach, Sean Payton. On with Colin Cowherd, he said, I think at some point we'll see Tua benched in Miami. I think at some point they played well this Sunday with Tua, but Teddy Bridgewater, I've had before, and he's an outstanding player. Somebody else said that. Mm -hmm. Was a mulleted gent that hosts this show. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm as confident now as I've ever been. I am as confident of that now as I've ever been. You watch, you mark my words that I said this. Everybody lost their minds about, well, look, Jalen Waddle was so good. Tua was so good. Talk to me Monday. Mm-hmm. Talk to me Monday when you play the Baltimore Ravens. And that line that, if you look at the analytics, was not that improved, and now you have to deal with Calais Campbell. Now you have to deal with Odafe Oa. Now you have to deal with that ridiculous secondary of the Baltimore Ravens. Just saying. I saw it. I went, hmm, That's that take sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. he also said there could be as many as eight other quarterback controversies in the nfl this season i got to five and uh, i don't know who the last three you're talking about are and there's four rookies mm-hmm. so that makes sense miami and then what and the giants with tyrod taylor i guess i don't know where else you're going from there right i love sean payton as an analyst please don't <laughs> take the cowboys job i, I really don't want to hate you i don't want to have to hate sean payton because i like him so much and you'll have to hate him if he's the dallas cowboys head coach and i won't have to but their fans will drive me nuts oh now we're super Bowl champions 2023 three. got to have a good day we have a coach mm-hmm. he still have a quarterback so uh in five years well i mean he would be the first coach that they've had since jimmy johnson uh so. bill parcells has a word to say about that because oh, I, I forgot oh about yeah he forgot that forgot every third him. coach they go hire a big fish yeah and it yep every time the dallas cowboys are about as predictable as the weather just ah it's gonna be about 72 baby rain weatherman
1: there you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The Green Bay Packers. I mean, they're the they're the darling of the NFC, I would say. Everybody's pretty much got them in their top three in NFC teams. Well, I mean, I think everybody has the same t- three teams
2: in the top three of the NFC. Possibly. If you don't have the Rams, Packers, and Buccaneers in the top three, uh, I'm I'm a little confused. Now, I don't have the Bucks winning the division, but I do think they're talented.
1: Mm-hmm i have the eagles as three not tampa interesting interesting uh anyway the green bay packers they're infallible right until it comes playoff time and it's not even that i did some digging mm-hmm. because i i caught some
2: flack for not being worried about the packers and i'm gonna be honest with you around the league nobody's worried it, it's the same thing as it was last year it's aaron Rodgers. we'll figure it out But I did discover a very alarming trend with Matt LaFleur. He set the record as as the greatest winning percentage through three seasons in NFL history. You know what I discovered the deeper I went? He very rarely ever beats anybody good. He has a ton of wins over the Bears Mm -hmm. and the Lions. Mm -hmm. Hadn't been that good against the Vikings. Four and three. Eh. That's not great. And I do have a little bit of a fear of what is the real honest difference? And I know this is going to sound weird when I say it because of how much the stock on the latter person I'm getting ready to say has regressed over the years. What's the real difference between Matt LaFleur and Mike McCarthy? Neither one of them can manage the clock. Yeah. They've both had good quarterbacks and you just don't seem to win at a very high level very often. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I know one of them is greatly better looking than the other, but that's because Mike McCarthy looks like he could be Tank's brother. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. There's really no difference. They're the same guy. And that does unsettle
1: me a little bit. Are they the same guy, or is it just Aaron Rodgers can't win big games?
2: Fact or fiction, Aaron Rodgers is one of the five best quarterbacks that ever lived. Fact. Fact. I struggle to believe that guy can't win big games. It's the same thing I always said about Dan Marino. You, th- you really think Dan Marino couldn't win big games, or do you just kind of
1: look at the receivers he's had around him and go, mm-hmm. well, that leaves a lot to be desired? Mm-hmm. Well, nobody's ever going to talk about uh, you know his head coach. No- nobody will ever slight Don Shula.
2: No, and and I guess that's kind of where I'm at, is there's no comparing Matt LaFleur and Don Shula. No. Absolutely not. But But I think there's this narrative that you lump LaFleur in with Aaron Rodgers. This will be okay because you've got the coach and you've got the quarterback. Mm -hmm. I know you have the quarterback. I believe in the receiving core. They're young. They're rookies. It's going to take some time. R-E-L-A-X. My fear is I don't know that you have the coach. I mean, it's a pretty damning stat that you started your career. With the best record through three seasons in NFL history, mm-hmm. you don't need one hand to count the number of teams he's beat twice. Think about what I just said. Mm-hmm. The second time you play a team, he struggles. Minnesota, only team in the division that's even within a stone's throw at Green Bay talent-wise. You beat them every other time. And you're astronomically more talented than Minnesota. Mm-hmm. First time head coach, first game Kevin Kevin O'Connell ever coached, he ran circles around you. That's unsettling to me. And I did. That's not what I was prepared to find. I, I really was just looking for ammo to throw back at people that thought I was being an Aaron Rodgers homer, right? And, and with Aaron, I mean, if you got something against him, I good luck. That's going to be a losing argument the, with me.
1: The, uh, the only argument that you can come up with is that he doesn't win big games. He's w- He won one Super Bowl back in 2011, so that's been 11 years ago that he won a Super Bowl, and what's it been ever since? Get deep in the playoffs. Eventually, you just can't get over the hump. Was it three straight years they went to the NFC championship game and couldn't make it to a Super Bowl? Now, a lot of that lies on Matt LaFleur. A lot of it lies on the the defense. Remember the field goal. Remember the field goal call in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. I mean, you were down already, but you took the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands and tried to kick the field goal and then gave Tom Brady, uh, you know, not only did you give him enough time to be able to close out that game, but you also gave him a short field to do so. I've always had the criticism of Matt LaFleur. Um, I, see, and, I don't and I still feel like you hear that enough
0: no I, be,
1: because of because the the record looks good you look at his record and you go oh my god he's 39 and 11 he's an awesome coach and
2: six of those wins are against the bears mm-hmm. Pee Wee herman could beat the bears right now jets we broke <laughs> i mean is that, that's who he beats mm-hmm and then you look into the actual legitimate wins he has, and there's a yeah, but on every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, you beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. They couldn't score. I can't finish that how I wanted to. There was I had a line <laughs> there, and I just realized this is not one of those
1: uncensored shows that we do. Yeah, yeah. By the way, don't make uh, Pee Wee Herman jokes. Just, just don't do that. Anyhow stop Uh, i'm lost yeah yeah you are uh i'll i'll fill you in during the break i mean he's dead i think if he's not then i haven't
2: seen him in 15 years so
1: he's not dead um anyhow i think there is a lot of criticism to be heaped on matt lafleur but are matt lafleur and uh mike mccarthy are they products of how good aaron Rodgers is? of course they are of course they are. Ask yourself this question.
2: If Matt LaFleur was the head coach of the Vikings right now, do you think that team is better or worse than they are right now with a coach that you've seen
1: one game? Oh, I don't know. I I would imagine they'd I'm, be about the same. That's kind of where I'm at. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at.
2: Kevin O'Connell I've seen him coach one game. Mm-hmm. Matt LaFleur's this great coach that's top five of all time in every statistical metric you could possibly find yeah because he
1: plays in a terrible division i mean that's uh, it's great it's great that you have uh you know top five capabilities but just because you have uh you know top fives in the records in the record books doesn't necessarily mean you're one of the top five coaches in the league right i, I don't mean, think he's
2: even, i don't even think it's debatable he doesn't even sniff that conversation for me
1: yeah No. But he does to some. And I feel like he catches no flack for this. I mean, to some, are you saying Packer fans? No. I, I mean, I, across the league, people think he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. What has he actually
2: done? Over Aaron Rodgers' entire career, and this was where I uh, I started with this, do you know how many times he's had a defense that finished in the top 10 in the NFL in points or yards? I'd say like four. 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 Four in his entire career and you have Aaron Rodgers who never turns the ball over one of them was probably You're never put in bad situations
1: I was gonna say one of them was probably the last Super Bowl year. year and and I was the gonna last say, year they weren't even close they weren't they weren't even close
2: they were 20th in points and 25th in yards wow okay and this is with a quarterback that you that. are never put in a bad situation with mm-hmm. who does that fall on there have been 14 different defensive coordinators since Aaron Rodgers has been there You can't blame Dom Capers. He's been gone for 10 years or Mike Pettin or whoever else. And so uh, to me, it all comes back to there is something wrong with this team. It's two years in a row you've come out as, I'm not going to say the prevailing favorite in the NFC, but without a doubt, top two to practically anybody with an IQ above salad dressing. Mm -hmm. And you got smoked by two teams that are fringe wildcard teams. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, neither one of them are at home, but still, you got absolutely smoked. I can count on one hand the number of teams that got demolished in week one in those two years combined, and Green Bay was two of them. Yep. That falls on the coach. Whether you're not prepared, whatever the case may be, Matt LaFleur deserves
1: way more flack than he gets.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You're in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM. And 1,400 Pennywise. Hey, there's a. Mike McDaniel is the Pee Wee Herman of the AFC. Uh-huh. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, and Adam Black got it. Adam Black got it. I don't know why you didn't get it, Jeremy, but he got it. Don't make Pee Wee jokes. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Everyone's
2: heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard
1: Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Black Mountain, get ready to rock. Dark City Rock Fest, presented by Elite Events and Promotions, is coming to Silverado's. Saturday, September 17th, starring Saving Able. $20 in advance, 25-day of show. And a portion of the proceeds will go to United Way. Dark City Rock Fest with Saving Able. Saturday, September 17th at SilveradosWNC.com.
5: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
2: Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in a premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com.
0: The sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football.
1: It's ESPN, Asheville, and uh, big news out of the NFL today. Jeremy, your your former little boyfriend is not going to be able to play the rest of the season. Jamal Adams out for the year. Man, Sad. that trade
2: looks better and better by the week.
1: You loved it when it happened. Oh,
2: I was. I, I that is one time. In the history of the NFL that I have ever seen a trade, then I saw the compensation, and I audibly laughed out loud. Of who on the planet Earth thought that was a good idea? Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate it for Jamal Adams. But you talk about a player whose value has absolutely cratered outside of New York. 100%.
1: I always thought it was strange that they would would give up that much. It never made sense. For a linebacker. Giving up two first-round picks for any player that
2: doesn't play quarterback is moronic. Mm-hmm. And I could argue you'll never see it happen again. Yeah. That will go down I mean, in NFL history as one of the worst trades we have ever seen. It's not Herschel Walker bad, but mm-hmm. it's it's in the ballpark. It's playing the same sport. Right. And now, I mean, and ask yourself this. Do you feel drastically different about Seattle with Jamal Adams or without him? Uh, no. No no he doesn't
1: move the needle no
2: there are just certain positions in the nfl that are not that valuable safety not that valuable Mm -hmm. off-ball linebacker Mm -hmm. running back it doesn't matter it does not matter you invest draft capital into players that that really move the needle Mm -hmm. quarterbacks left tackles edge rushers at the highest end corners and wide receivers other than that draft them you'll figure it out yep think about it this way of the eight best teams in the nfl when we did power rankings on what was that tuesday mm-hmm. of the eight best teams in the nfl i could argue the biggest weakness for five of them is that they're not very good at linebacker yep two teams playing tonight yep. not very good at linebacker mm-hmm. you got one apiece nick bolton pretty good everything else very mediocre mm-hmm So you invest that much in a player like that, don't be surprised when it leads to exactly what it's led to. And then you have to pay them.
1: Right. Chiefs and the Chargers tonight on Thursday Night Football. Again, streaming only on Amazon Prime. We're going to have to bring that up so nobody gets confused when you can't find the game on uh, regular uh, cable television. Do people still do cable? Is that the thing?
2: Dan Patrick did a poll earlier today of how do you get your television? almost 70 percent of people said streaming yeah I mean, we have dc streams which is you know if you're that's gonna have you anything that's all you need yeah because i promise you if i can't find it on prime i was i was also going to tell you this games are still played in local markets on local television stations so you can find it on an la local affiliate or a green bay affiliate if you have dc streams oh ah, okay just how i will be watching the game least part of it i do want to hear how herb, how herb street is calling these games mm-hmm. he's gonna be phenomenal
1: i think you're right it's good i mean we've seen it before it's not like this is the first time he's ever done it kirk herb street has done monday night football double headers before oh yeah and when him and chris fowler are doing the games it's always fun because they can they just bring another level of it now with him being nfl only now with the amazon stuff like i don't know how much of the college talk you're gonna get oh no you'll still get college talk Her, Herbie's still doing college games i know i know he is but what i'm saying is that's usually with espn who he does college stuff with i i just i don't know maybe amazon told him look dial back the college stuff a little bit
2: mm, i'm gonna wager
1: they didn't because it's I would part of
2: what so. makes me love him
1: oh 100
2: i also love him on college game day which and is a
1: banger of a show
2: and coming to boone it's coming to boone and we just got the breaking news that's probably the least surprising thing in the history of creation
1: no i told you this was going to the happen. guest
2: picker our buddy luke combs yeah of which if you really want to get away from the what was that what was that god awful picker week with jack harlow oh yeah oh he was horrendous to go from him to luke combs whoever does the booking i feel
1: like there might have been a shake-up in that uh particular spot well honestly there was no other choice if you're gonna bring in a guest picker for the home team who would it have been N- and it's I, not you it's uh, well, not you I, no, I didn't expect it to be <laughs> I, I can't think of another no, famous I alumni mean, from of north Carolina. i mean just in north carolina Anybody tied to Appalachian Oh, Eric State?
2: Church. Eric Church would have. He would be
1: two. Is he from North Carolina? He went to App State. Oh, did he? He did. I thought he I was. I thought a he did, but I
2: wanted to be sure.
1: Of I that. thought he was. He went to Georgia. He's a Georgia fan. A Georgia he fan. went to App State. Ah, okay. See, I didn't even know that. And from there, it gets. Um, yeah, it gets a little thin. Yeah, but Luke was the right call. Absolutely, and Luke's going to be phenomenal. No question about it. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming up after the Sports Center update, it's uh, Tar Heel time with Jones Angel, the voice of the Tar Heels.
0: He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. welcome back into the sportsocracy
1: here in the ingles studio on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 the sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio radio app and of course seen everywhere on youtube just go to the sportsocracy.com click on that live video link don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat you can also uh, join the battle for the belt still as we are uh, trying to crown this year's Beer City's best fantasy football player. And, of course, you can uh, hear Jones Angel, the voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels, as it is Tar Heel time here on a Thursday afternoon. And the Tar Heels are 3-0 and and uh, got an off week this week. So, Jones, this is, uh, I'm sure, some time that the coaches are taking to put the, uh, put the touches on this to get ready for the ACC season.
6: Yeah, Tank, and uh, I think it it really has set up nicely for Carolina this year as far as the schedule is concerned, because playing that week zero game has afforded them two bye weeks in this season. And so, uh, you know, you've played three games, you get the bye week, Carolina plays four games in a row once it returns to action, then gets another off week, and then has five weeks to finish things off after that. And so... What it's done is it's really given Carolina three very clear sections of the season. And so, you know, a lot of the talk in the preseason was about these first three games and, you know, win these first three games, uh, do X, Y, Z, see where you are, and and then adjust and figure out what needs to get better and, and improve and all those different things. And, of course, you're doing that week to week throughout the year, but it gives you a very hard line of where you can get to that point and then kind of reassess. And so for the Tar Heels, it hadn't always been pretty, um, but they're 3-0. They've won two games away from home. Uh, they had the wild game against Appalachian, which isn't it funny, Tank, how everybody was mad that Carolina, oh, yeah. the way that Carolina won that game, and now everybody's so happy that they did win that game. Um, and then the Georgia State game, you know, the Tar Heels looked good early, and then, uh didn't look good for a little bit and had to show a little bit of toughness they trailed late in the third quarter and against a team that I don't think is bad in Georgia state and uh the, the Tar Heels had to show a little toughness and make some plays and they did it on both sides of the ball down the stretch to to get the win so you know i is both things can be true and i, I say that a lot when i'm talking with you tank but carolina is happy to be 3 and 0 they are proud of that accomplishment that's true And then it's also true that they understand that there's a lot of things that have to get better. And so um, they're working on those things right now and and trying to get ready for what will be an important four-game stretch, uh, which starts next weekend when they host Notre Dame and and Keenan Stadium.
1: Well, it's always a sign of a well-coached team. Despite how well things may be going, you always have, well, we still need to work on X, Y, or Z. That's one of the reasons that I always loved Oh, I don't know, guys like Dean Smith, Roy Williams. It was we it didn't matter if we were up by thirty and just dusted the floor with Duke. Roy was always going to come back with, yeah, but uh, we didn't rebound that well. Or you know, it's it's always something that you can work on, and the defense is I, I, it's the um, the lightning rod right now for hmm. this team and for every Tar Heel fan who goes. We've got some pieces. We've got some really talented players. It's just, as we talked last week, Jones, putting together a full game because you saw in the Georgia State game where, you know, it was the fourth quarter for Appalachian State scoring 40 points and coming back and making that, a, making that a deal after the Tar Heels had to rally. And then you had the Georgia State game where the third quarter and things seemed like they were starting to come off the rails, get a little dicey.
6: Yeah, and yeah, I don't think it takes a coach the caliber of Dean Smith or Roy Williams to to recognize the number one thing that the Tar Heels <laughs> have to work on and and that is defensively. And I you know, I will say a couple things. One, I will credit the Tar Heel defense for the fact that George State made a push in the third quarter. And, and look, George State's not the best offensive team that Carolina's going to play this year, but final four possessions that the Panthers had were all punts. It was 17 total plays in those four possessions, and so Carolina's defense, when it needed to, stepped up, and it held the Panthers down and allowed that offense to score back-to-back touchdowns to take the lead, and then eventually run out the clock and win the game. And so, again, they weren't out there against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs or something, but they got some stops when they needed them, and so I thought that was a nice sign of growth for Carolina, and in a, in a uh, spot where they needed to step up and then you know you we talk about the defense in total but i i really think it's actually you can break it down in a couple different areas like I, carolina i don't know what more carolina can ask from its linebackers you know i i think power Eccles and, and said gray and Ra Ra dilworth coming uh as a reserve you know the, those guys have played great when, when they've been out there Uh, They violently attack the ball, they tackle well, they move with speed, Um, they're in the right place. I mean, those guys are playing really, really well. I think the defensive line probably isn't quite where you want it, but I do think that it is continuing to get better as this year has gone along. And again, small sample size, we're still only a couple weeks in, but I thought Carolina had its best game up front in the game against Georgia State, uh, the Panthers are so dedicated to the run, so they are going to hit a couple. But for the most part, I thought the Tar Heels did a pretty good job there. They slowed down a rushing quarterback, uh, which has been so hard for Carolina over the last few seasons. And while Darren Granger, of the Georgia State QB, had a couple of runs, it, he didn't hurt Carolina dramatically with his legs. And, and I think that's a credit to the Tariel front. And then the secondary is where clearly uh, the, the most improvement needs to occur, and, and Carolina can, is aware of that too, and, and the Tar Heels are working hard at it. So um, I, I don't think that game against Georgia State was the best defense Carolina can play, but I do think there were some encouraging things in that game and some encouraging moments through these first three games that you can take out. And having said all of that, the Tar Heels have to get better in the secondary, uh, particularly when they start getting into conference play, and you're playing against better quarterbacks. Yeah, Carolina has not seen the best quarterback that it's going to play this year. You know, it's still going to play Sam Hartman at Wake Forest, and it's going to play O'Leary from NC State and Van Dyke from Miami. I mean, th- these are really good quarterbacks, and, and the Tar Heels will get picked apart if they don't improve, continue to improve. But the good news is they have plenty of time to do so.
1: Well, you got the off week this week, and then you got Notre Dame coming up, which they've had their struggles as well. I mean, you you know, we have been talking, obviously, all week about, uh, you know, the week that was in college football, and Appalachian State pulling the upset down in Texas against Texas A&M has been the big storyline uh, I think that everybody has glommed onto, at least here in North Carolina, because, uh, I mean, who who would have thought that Appalachian State would be the talk of North Carolina football three weeks into this college football season? It's kind of taken everybody by surprise. And now you got uh, game day coming to Boone this week for the Troy game. and But Marshall upsetting Notre Dame last week. Their quarterback got hurt. And so now it looks like the the Notre Dame matchup might look a little bit more in favor for the Tar Heels.
6: Yeah, and Notre Dame still has another game to play. Of course, they're playing uh, they're hosting Cal uh, this weekend, and I agree with everything you said about Notre Dame. I mean, certainly uh, the the Irish don't like where they are right now. They're zero and two. They probably knew it was going to be an uphill battle against Ohio State, but I'm guessing they they thought that they should probably win a home game against Marshall, um, and yet. Anybody who thinks Notre Dame doesn't have talent or isn't going to, uh, isn't going to improve. Uh, I think that's crazy to think. And, um, having said that, yeah, that is an opportunity for Carolina because I do think the Tariels, again, with, with some warts, there's no question. But there's also the fact that Carolina's won three games and two of, two of them have been on the road. And yet the national narrative about Carolina really is centered around that fourth quarter against App because that's the game that the most people saw um, because it was in that early window and it was so crazy. And um, So the, the, the national thought right now of the Tar Heels is that uh, they gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter against Appalachia, which of course is an accurate statement. Um, but the Tar Heels have an opportunity to change that narrative, and part of that can come when they host Notre Dame. That, that's a team and opponent that's going to garner a lot of national attention just by the nature of playing them what they do week in and week out uh gets attention just like when the Tar heels play basketball whatever they do is going to get attention and and Notre Dame is in that in that conversation when you're talking about football and so if the Tar heels regardless of Notre Dame's record at that point can play well and show well i think that's an opportunity for them to get a little more attention on the national level it, Having said that, Tank, I'm not even sure they really care right now. I mean, I, I don't think the Tar Heels are concerned about if they're ranked or what the, the talking heads on ESPN are saying as much as they want to keep getting better. They want to compete for the Coastal Division of the ACC. They think they have a team that can do that, but they also understand that it has to get better. And so that, that's the next step in them trying to do so.
1: Absolutely. And you look at the schedule, there are winnable games uh for the the, the North Carolina Tar Heels and you shouldn't I, I don't think this team shouldn't should or um will ever look at themselves as out of any of these contests because of the athletes that you built there. I I mean, I still think this is uh one of the best groups of talented players that Carolina has probably had in its history and you're going to be a you're you're going to be a contender in a, each and every game. It just depends on if you can tie everything together with with the defense and play that full four quarters.
6: Well, and I think you look at these next four games, and you know, th- this is an opportunity. Because after Notre Dame, you have Virginia Tech coming into Keenan Stadium, then you go to Miami, and then you go to Duke, and then you get another bye week. And so you know, if those are four teams that people know. Three of them are conference games. Uh, you get two back to back weeks in Chapel Hill, which should be great atmospheres for Notre Dame and then Virginia Tech. You go to Miami, who, uh, was the preseason favorite in the coastal division and has looked good early on. And-, and then you have Duke, which, of course, a rivalry game, and the Blue Devils have looked good early with, with wins, uh, over Temple, a real dominant win there, and then held on for a victory on the road against Northwestern. And so th- those are good tests. And so Carolina is going to get the opportunity. To see what kind of progress it has made and will make over these next couple of weeks because there, there are no gimmies on that schedule. And there's also no game, as you said, that you go into and go, man, Carolina's going to have to play way above its head to have a chance to win. That That's just not the case. Carolina can win every one of these games and they can lose every one of them. And, and that's in that tank, though, that's kind of what college football is now. Outside of Alabama and Ohio State and Clemson and uh Georgia and maybe one or two others everybody else is so similar and, and there's obviously going to be some that are a little lower and some that are a little higher but not dramatically. And so it really is such a week to week thing right now I think in this sport that uh Carolina understands that it it has a chance every single week to do something and and that's why they're never going to apologize for, for winning these games. And whether you win by two or you win by 102, uh, you, you are so far, if you're Carolina, you've accomplished the goal. And that's win three consecutive times. And, and they'll try to keep doing that as they move forward.
1: Mm-hmm. A win is a win is a win, as they say. And that adds up to 3 and 0 for the North Carolina Tar Heels. Drake May. Uh, continues to kind of set the world on fire here. Uh, Coming up in the next hour, Jeremy and I do a daily draft where we draft various uh, things day to day. Today we're going to do college quarterbacks because there was a CBS quarterback power ranking that they put out today. And they had Drake May as the fourth most powerful, I guess, quarterback in all of college football. The hype has already Mm -hmm. begun. Because the stats have looked amazing.
6: Yeah, they have. And you know what I thought was actually good, uh, Tank, was that I thought the Georgia State game was the least comfortable Drake May has looked this season. And that is because the Georgia State was able to get pressure on him. And, and Georgia State's a good defensive team. And they're aggressive defensively. And I think it's easy to forget that that was Drake May's third start at the college level. And so he was seeing some things and feeling some things that, that hadn't happened yet at the college level and yet he still responded very positively. He had the his first interception of the year, but for the most part, was smart with the ball, made some good throws. He had a couple terrific throws in the ball game, just a just individual, just high talent throws. Um he made good decisions. And were there times where I thought for the first time he it looked like he felt pressure a little bit? Yeah but then he bounced right back from it and and continued to perform. And so that is that just goes in the the bank of experiences of things that he now has felt, has experienced, has seen. That's only going to make him better as he moves forward. And so, um, yeah, I mean, he is uber talented. He has really done a good job here early in this season and he just hasn't let anything get too big for him and I think that's been really impressive and um, yeah he made a throw the the touchdown throw to Kobe Paysour or Paysour excuse me uh, was a really good one he had a throw to Gavin Blackwell where Blackwell was originally called out of bounds and then they reviewed it and and said that he was inbounds that was you know just a rainbow over top of the defense on the short half of the field and I mean it was just a big time throw And and so you see things like that and you understand that it was just his third start, um, Yeah, that that's exciting to think about uh, for Drake May and Carolina at that position.
1: And especially when he gets his biggest weapon back in Josh Downs, you can only imagine how the stats are going to look. What is the latest on Downs?
6: Yeah, and, and before I answer that, I mean – Think about how much, how valuable this has been for Carolina. You never want to not have Josh Downs, right? The Heels are always better when Josh Downs is there compared to not there. But this has allowed you to see, hey, Kobe Pesor can play. He, he's somebody that really has responded. Hey, uh, Gavin Blackwell has played really well. Uh, hey, these tight ends are, are legitimate threats. We, and so you, you see all that in practice, of course. But then some guys, it, you know things change when the lights turn on. And so to see these players excel uh, in game action, I think has been really exciting. So when Downs does return, just how much deeper and more threatening does that Carolina offense become? Now, to answer your question, um, yeah, there's been no official uh, update on Josh Downs. Carolina's been pretty quiet media-wise uh, this week with the, the bye week this weekend that, Carolina is not going to push Josh Downs out there too early. At the same time, they do not think this, do not consider his lower body injury one that is going to be a long-term injury. Uh, I think the hope is that he is going to return for the Notre Dame game. I I think that that will not be officially announced would be my guess tank until uh, either day of or day before, you know, right in that range before the the game against the Irish. Um, And he was not the only player missing. Um, you know, Spencer Rollin, the starting right tackle, Caleb Hood, who had that really good game against Appalachian. He and is in that rotation at running back. He was unable to go. And of course, Antoine Green's still recovering from his injury that he suffered in training camp. And I think the the hope is that all of those guys are available sooner rather than later, whether that is Notre Dame or the next week. I, I can't tell you for sure right now, but Carolina does anticipate uh, all of those players being back uh in the near future to help them uh, out on the field.
1: now well, coming up uh the next game for the Tar Heels is next weekend. Yeah, Notre Dame. It's a 330 kick. You will hear it right here on ESPN Asheville, as you hear every football and basketball game throughout the city. It's almost time to start talking about basketball at the blue white game the other day.
6: Yeah, Todd I had a chance to talk to Hubert Davis uh earlier this week. In fact, he'll be the guest on our podcast coming out tomorrow, the Carolina Insider and um, Coach Davis fired up, excited. He's got the newly branded uh, version of late night, which is now called Live Action with Carolina Basketball. That's uh, coming up on September 30th, the day before the Virginia Tech game in Chapel Hill. Then the Tar Heels actually have an exhibition game in late October, October 28th. So uh, pretty early uh, for them to have their exhibition against Johnson C. Smith. And then they're tipping off on November 7th. So not that far away. Take about six, seven weeks uh, before that season gets uh, going with regulation games. And obviously the schedule came out this week. That That's a bear. Tar titles have a really difficult both conference and non-conference slate. Uh, but this is a team that can handle that. It's an experienced team. It's a talented team, and uh, it'll one that it is one that will certainly be tested as it goes through the year.
1: Uh, expectations obviously high after making that trip to the national championship game this past season. We, we will of course have more coverage uh, with you, Jones, coming up as we get closer to the tip off of basketball season. Um, join Jones Angel, voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels. We'll talk to you next week, man. Sounds good, Tank. Talk to you next week. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400.
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
0: The Sportsocracy.
5: Ice up, son.
0: Ice up.
1: Back in the Eagles studio, I'm Tank Spencer, he's Jeremy Green, and uh, you know, one of us is a fan of a team that used to be one of the big powers in college football, and you've just been chasing your tail, trying to get back to that level, as a lot of programs are. There have been a
2: slew of programs in college football that were big boys. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of them we saw fire a coach earlier this week.
1: (laughs) Yeah. for Nebraska.
2: And that's the one that I look at and go, I don't know that you're ever going to revisit the the glory days. There are a handful, though, that this weekend is going to be pretty telling for Mm -hmm. Because there are a couple that are playing games – I'm not going to say you would usually lose these, but over the last few years, these are the kind of trap games that you have lost. Right. No reason to lose them, and you do. And then there's another that could make a statement. It's a little diminished, but it's still a statement. Mm-hmm.
1: And three of them are in the same state. Right. You don't always have to have that uh, that A number one, we just knocked off the number one team in the country kind of a comeback game to realize that progress is being made toward the ultimate goal you can you can show up well against uh, you know, I don't know, a just a hot team right now, like a BYU. And in large part, you
2: don't that's not what tells you a team is back. Usually it's this is a game that we would have lost during the downtime.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, there's another SEC school that's well, reasonably close to here. They just had a good one a week ago. Game they would have lost. After the break, we're going to talk about that, talk about them, and which ones are actually back,
1: and which ones might be a little fool's gold. Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, I cannot stop talking about the Ph.D. weight loss program because I have now lost over 90 pounds since last Thanksgiving. We've been on this uh, program for quite a while now, and following their uh, dietary guidelines, they're teaching us better nutrition I'm getting more active now because of the weight loss. I mean, over 92 pounds. I mean, that is, that, that is, that is like a grown child. I've long said it was seven fully grown fat
2: babies and four stuffed backpacks. (laughs) I, this time last year had gotten to one of my heaviest weights of my life. I stepped on a scale and saw 310 pounds and I freaked out a little bit. Yeah, I'm six, five. Yeah, I carry it well, but that's too heavy. It was having an effect on my health. And thanks to the program and plan of PhD weight loss, I'm back
1: to my high school weight. I'm back to 250 pounds. I feel great. It's all thanks to PhD. They have the plan to show you how to collapse that visceral fat in your body, see results like you've never seen with any other program. I'm doing things now that I haven't been able to do in years. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm walking 5Ks. I'm riding roller coasters again, and who knows? Next time I get on an airplane, maybe the seat belt will actually fit. You want to see the best results you've ever seen before? Go to myphdweightloss.com. PhD Weight Loss is the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans.
4: Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs, and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
3: At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings.
1: It is ESPN, Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM
0: and 1400. And yep, it is time.
1: It's time to get weird.
0: On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Uh, I know how much, Jeremy, you
1: love Hall of Fame talk oh God! I, I can't like, get enough of it like goat talk and hall of fame talk is all jeremy it, i mean he thrives on it just absolutely loves it especially when it's baseball's hall of fame which
2: is just absolutely <laughs> the stupidest thing on the planet earth
1: well here's a hall of fame that i think you might care uh, less about than baseball hall of rock fame. and roll hall of fame uh it's not the rock and roll
0: hall of fame I care this, less is, about this that is the hall too.
1: of fame i didn't even know existed until today it's the the toy hall of fame did you know there was a toy hall of fame no 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 i didn't 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 know this at all the national toy hall of fame has announced that they have their finalists for the 2022 class um and there's just there's just some interesting ones on here that is that make me go how is this not already in the toy hall of fame one of them Is the greatest toys of my childhood. It's the Masters of the Universe. It's the He-Man toys. Who didn't have He-Man growing up in our... Stop that. You're not old enough for for He-Man. He-Man was the greatest action figure ever made. It was unlike any other out there. Because it was soft. It had the the big muscles on on all of the figures. It was great. It was wonderful. Nerf. How is Nerf not already in the Hall of Fame? They're one of the finalists uh, for this year's class. Pound Puppies, very popular back in the 1980s as well on this list. Uh, the Light Bright, the Spirograph. Jeremy doesn't do toys. He didn't even have a childhood. He went straight to gambling when he was four. So, yeah, toys and his domestic thing. lights. That's uh, That was at six, I think. The list is all going to be voted on online. September twenty first is the deadline uh, to to vote on this year's class of the Hall of Fame. The weirdest part of this, though, is um, last year's class, last year's honorees: American Girl dolls, the board game Risk, and sand. So- yep, sand, sand. Was one of the choices last year for the Toy Hall of Fame? Uh, other, when did uh, cardboard box get? Uh, when did that get put? Uh, up? That was a few years ago, actually. Um, I was totally this, joking. <laughs> you were totally joking, but that's that's also where I'm headed with this. So the National Toy Hall of Fame says that you know toys have that make it into the Hall of Fame. They had to be some kind of a groundbreaking thing. There had to be an element to it that had never been experienced before or it changed the entire game of toys for the future Uh, other things that are in the hall of fame currently there are 77 toys that have been inducted already among the favorites paper airplanes bubbles sidewalk chalk and sticks and cardboard boxes those are all things that are already in the national toy hall of fame Y- yikes tell me your hall of fame is irrelevant and you think
2: i didn't have a childhood just because i played with baby's first parlay <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least you weren't out playing with sticks is that what uh, you're saying
2: it, i look i was that kid and we all knew that kid that your hands got dirty and you just went ah no i don't uh, that was right. me yeah right that was me uh, i need a little musical uh underlay for this okay you know what I'm looking for with, uh, with with game day coming to Boone. Oh. Appalachian State students have a major incentive to get creative with their college game day signs. Mountaineers host Troy this Saturday and college game day will be making their first appearance in Boone, North Carolina with our buddy playing behind me, Luke Combs. Girls tell me good. Well, that's not the only thing that's that's coming to Boone well-known part of game day the signs yes well appalachian state university has put an incentive on this they're giving free tuition to a year for whoever gives the best sign on college game day a year for a year that's awesome eight thousand dollars for in-state students twenty three thousand dollars if you're an out-of-state student that's awesome for the best sign, and i'm not gonna lie you know, first of all, degree didn't happen for me. Wasn't the best student who shot. I feel like I can come up with the best sign, humanly possible, and Boone is
1: not that far away. Mm-hmm. So you are you angling for tuition here, or are, no. you, are you pitching it to do somebody else's sign?
2: I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I – even if I wanted, I don't know what I would do with it
1: because I'm not going back to school. Right. Are you going to give me an honorary doctorate, we can talk about that, but – Will the winner of the sign contest have a sign that plays on the whole Texas A&M hillbilly school thing? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. If no you doubt. haven't seen the Midnight Yell video from Texas A&M where oh, they were the talking. Oh, worst. Oh, God. I you mean, don't know so, what's something
2: that makes you look as unlikable as humanly possible? And then the fact that you got smoked. Pushed around. Yeah, you got bullied. That score does not show how that game was. You got smoked to the point of game day went,
1: Oh yeah, we gotta go there now.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, we gotta go there now. And you got the Texas A and M students out there trying to, you know, whip up the crowd and talking about the, you know, school from nowhere and just Hickville, USA. And um, wow. you know what, Hickville, USA. You know what we
2: do in Hickville, USA. Oh, it's so good. Guys come bear never broke my heart oh it's such a great song it is a great oh, song I to sing that song i know you got concerts on both sides pat mcafee and luke Combs are gonna be in the same place i have to be there basically there is nothing there's no place on the planet earth that
1: i should more be than with my two favorite people on the planet that's right that's right saturday game day will be in boone for appalachian state and troy appalachian state like i said with the uh with jones angel at the top of the the, the hour Uh, Who would have thought three weeks into the season, that's the team we're talking about. It's incredible.
2: And I can't wait. I cannot wait for the environment in Boone. I am resisting every urge to go. And I'm telling you right now, seven o'clock Saturday morning might roll around. Frankly, after this show tomorrow night, I might just go, you know, college was fun and it's been a minute so let's go to west virginia south and just have a
1: scenario good old time yeah you should you should absolutely go i'm i'm rooting for you i would go but it, my schedule's kind of full on saturday i'll be in bristol for the uh for the night race and you know i gotta rest up for that oh well, you put we all in, know we all know i go to bed at eight o'clock every night so, well i mean you, you
2: put know. two west virginia fellers in boone oh it's what? look boone's great my best friend graduated from app state i've been there many times we'll, i mean we'll put some we'll put some west virginia in boone and it, 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 we'll teach you what burning a couch is about there you go they already do that in boone right, so, not, not like we do west virginia willie i need you to chime in here
1: <laughs> nobody does it like we do nobody does it like you do okay all right good deal good deal uh all right that's what i should do put a burning couch on
2: the back of a trailer and just ride in where the crown right that oh chuck like Ch- g
1: would... asked in the comments is tank your third favorite person no no i'm not jeremy's third favorite person. i mean he's in the top 25 maybe i get could... we'll go to I... 25 you... that wasn't necessarily do i top. get in also receiving votes wasn't necessarily the number <laughs> i was gonna say but we could i mean we could put it there that's uh, yeah no i can't be third obviously th- number three has to be million dollar man ted to be i was gonna say hot wife amy oh, you no, oh no she's oh no she's the
2: guaranteed number one see I, my, a my wife doesn't listen to the show b, b she would not expect it, 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 she's the all-time winner all right she's like all-time quarterback when you were six
1: yep i'm not doing the road trip boon to bristol I, I i can't take all of that in one day so i'm sorry west virginia or uh chuck g i can't i can't make that happen oh i can make it happen i've always wanted to go to de- game day though that's one of the things that i've that's like on a bucket list like at, w- at some point i'm gonna go to a college game day
2: i now i'm trying to think of how i would adorn myself for game day you would totally be the guy who slathers himself in mayonnaise oh no no oh no that's that sounds god awful <laughs> i i don't even like putting olive oil on a baked potato because i might accidentally get it on my hands no, no no that's not how that would go i i'm thinking full nature boy Ric flair robe i'm thinking million dollar man ted DiBiase get up or the one that makes just unequivocally the most sense macho man randy savage ah macho man macho yeah. man's the, the that's the right call
1: yeah, especially if you could find, uh, you know, the full like the hat and the jacket and all of that in like App State colors, that would be the way to go. Eric Miller just got right. Eric Miller just got right
2: because because of the Rebel Yell thing, mm-hmm. where they said it was a bunch of Hicks out in the middle of nowhere. Hick Flair. It's Hick Flair. Yeah. That's the right call. It's Hick Flair. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, that is the right call.
1: You got no other plans on Saturday that I know of. I mean, I do,
2: but I, I'm I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time.
1: Uh, well, Appalachian State is the darling. They are the darling of college football right now. Everybody's talking about them after the sixty-three, sixty-one, you know, almost comeback, forty-point rally against the Tar Heels two weeks ago. Then going to Kyle Field and beaten Texas A&M, they are the darling, the talk of college football. But also, I mean, Texas. Since we're on this whole, you know, they were down and now they're trying to come back kind of thing, like last week was Texas for me. That that was my holy cow Texas is back moment. And I feel like that's what all these, you know, there there are so many other teams in college football trying to chase that right now. Well, the thing with Texas, they had the opportunity.
2: And they didn't do it the way you would have thought. They had the signature game. Not everybody gets a chance at that. True. Not everybody gets to play Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State. Texas came in, home game, and the defense flew around. That narrative is going to stick with them for a long time because that defense was really good. Mm -hmm. Now, it wore out at the end because they just couldn't move the ball. I look at this weekend for Miami, you can make a statement this weekend because your first two games of the year have not been overly impressive. The first one was against Bethune-Cookman, so the fact that you scored 70 is kind of irrelevant. They struggled with Southern Miss for a half, and I feel like that's moved that number. The number on Texas A&M-Miami is 6.5, and and that is stupid. Mm -hmm. Texas A&M should not be a seven-point favorite on any Power 5 school. As long as Haynes King, what, what, what did Patrick call it? Big helmet? I, I don't know what. Big helmet. I don't know what that's from. But Dark helmet. Dark helmet. Dark helmet. It's from Spaceballs. Yeah, I've never seen it. Of but he showed not. the picture, and when I looked at Haynes King, I went, oh, uh, yep, that's, that's an apt statement. Mm-hmm. Miami has a chance to make a statement. And next week, you have a game between Tennessee and Florida where one of those teams is going to make a statement.
1: But is it that opportunity for Miami to make as big of a statement with Texas A&M coming off the wall? Still on the road. I don't care. Still on the road with a team that was a preseason top 10.
2: Now, to make that statement, you're going to have to go in and dog this. Oh, yeah. You got to shellac them. And I think they can. I think they can. It's funny for me looking around at all these programs because I feel like it's almost tiered of these rebuilding programs. I feel like Florida's two years away. Feel like Tennessee's a year away. Miami, you're pretty much right in the sweet spot of right now. Mm-hmm. But if you go into Texas a and and lose, all of that good, all that built-up good graces with Mario Cristobal in it, gone. All gone. Yep. Florida State, you, you lose to Louisville tomorrow night with a whiteout. Mm-hmm. You cannot go, ooh, look, we're doing custom jerseys, which Florida State has never done. They did the unconquered thing two or three times. This is the first time they've ever worn a white helmet in university history. Mm-hmm. You can't lose the Louisville. If you do, Mike Norvell might as well clean out his office on Saturday morning. Just done like dinner. What are you going to do? This was basically your way of saying, we're going to be 3-0. and mm-hmm. We're going to be 3-0. and We're whiting out Doak. It's going to be a madhouse. And then you lose. You know who did that a bunch of times? Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Tennessee, you felt like they were back. The talent was getting there, whether it was with Butch Jones or Lane Kiffin. And then what happens? You get that opportunity to play somebody, and you just piddle in your pants. Right. I feel like
1: Penn State's done that several times as well.
2: I never felt like Penn State was back. They never had the talent. Mm -hmm. I think Tennessee is back. That team is good. You just went into Pittsburgh and beat Pittsburgh. I do not care that they didn't have their quarterback. Keaton Slov is not that good. Mm-hmm. You beat a very talented team in their place. Their well, their de facto place, right? The, the artist formerly known as Hines Field, right? That's a statement win. Mm-hmm. Tennessee beats Florida next week. Okay, now we're talking about you as a legitimate big boy. Yeah, as a legitimate threat to the East. Because then you start looking at the way you recruit. Even just getting to that point, having those statement wins, that's what happened to all of these teams. Whether you're talking about Nebraska, Miami, Florida, Florida State, Tennessee, Texas, they never showed up in these games. You would get them, and maybe game day shows up, and you've won a couple games against smaller schools, and is this the year? Ah, and then you build them up, and they get 42-10. to 10. Oh, oh, that's where we're at that's what can't happen Mm -hmm.
1: this weekend it's miami and florida state next week it's tennessee and florida you're in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 a.m And 1400 Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a
2: house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663
0: the sportsocracy what are
4: you people on dope
1: it is week two or excuse me week three of college football and it all starts tomorrow night Florida State Louisville that's the that's the primetime matchup of course ACC fans be tuning in for that game Uh, I'll be tuning in
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, it's and it's in Louisville by the way we're, we're whiting out Cardinal Stadium, which if we show up more than uh, – if you see a lot of white in Louisville, you know that Florida State fans are buying into this way more than they should be.
1: Right, right. Well, I mean, it's it's intoxicating when you get the opportunity to make some kind of a statement early in the season, and obviously Florida State feels like they got a good chance of doing that against Louisville. But you look at this week's slate, and I don't feel like there are a whole lot of – quote-unquote statement games that can happen we already talked about miami and texas a&m but even that i feel like is going to be a little muted because well of course miami just beat texas a&m they just lost to appalachian state well vegas does not feel that way because texas A&M's a and a six-point favorite which is
2: really hard for me to wrap my brain you know, around how they can't score i i
1: don't know right i cannot for the life of me figure it out you got tyler van dyke coming into town and granted, uh, Xavier Restrepo, his leading wide receiver is not going to be playing in the game, but I still like for them to put up points and win the game. But the only other real big ranked game that you have is Baylor and Oregon. I mean, uh, BYU and Oregon, BYU, Oregon will be fun. And are you going to learn anything though? because oregon i mean woo we put up 70 points last week against sacramento state or whoever the hell it was they played yeah i'm I, that's not
2: the side of that i'm looking to learn something on there is one and obviously bangers will be tomorrow and one i'm gonna tell you i i've been swayed okay there is a game you're gonna tell me i'm out of my mind which you did with the fighting mike houston's mm-hmm. in week one against nc state i did You did it in week two with Appalachian State. I did. You're going to tell me I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Nebraska's an 11-point dog at home against Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure they don't win this game outright. You're crazy. Stop that. Hear me out. All right. First of all, Oklahoma, not very good. You were up 7-3 on Kent State at home. The Brent Venables effect, I'm telling you, it has already taken over. Vegas sees it. You'll see it soon enough okay you're underselling one thing the fired coach bump it happens every single time scott frost gets fired they promote the the loyal longtime assistant that everybody just loves because he's his he's country's cornbread we all just believe in him we'd run through a wall for him Mm -hmm. it's not that nebraska's not talented nobody ever said they weren't talented how much of the money do you think's on Nebraska? Eleven point dog. Fifty seven percent of the tickets are on Oklahoma. Forty two percent. Sixty nine. Wow. Is on Nebraska. Well, when the public goes one way, oh, that's not enough of the public. Oh, okay. and the, the, when the public goes one way is when you're seeing eighty five percent. Okay. Okay. And trust me, there
1: are a couple of those in the bangers tomorrow. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When we come back uh, from the Sports Center update here at the top of the hour, we will have the daily draft for you talking college quarterbacks.
0: He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy, presented by Ingles Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville.
1: It's ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 8:80 a.m. and 1400, we're always coming to you live from the Ingles Studio. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere around the world on the I radio app and uh, you can listen absolutely free and take us with you everywhere you go uh also youtube go to the sportsocracy.com click on that live video link don't forget to subscribe to the channel as well you can watch the show as well as hear us on iheart radio and the terrestrial signals
2: and in our youtube comments i think eric miller just had the greatest idea i've ever heard in my life okay jeremy great idea for hick flair you need a full flannel robe with duck feathers on it oh that's hilarious uh beautiful uh also camo pants but they need to be hemmed to look like suit pants okay and then of course the aviators which i already have covered because that's all i wear interesting this could become a full-on this could become full-on gnarly Mm -hmm. i was thinking about dying my hair but i don't think you have to i don't think you need to go that. i don't think you have to i don't think that plays into the into the shtick the fact my hair and my beard are different colors i almost feel that feel like that plays into it
1: (laughs) the whole heck thing although you leave the beard the, the 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 natural color and you just go you know jet or uh uh blonde platinum blonde with the uh with the locks i think that'd be brilliant kind of the you know hollywood hulk hogan kind of look
2: oh this could get so gross
1: and i and things like this i absolutely love so so uh taking your suggestions on how to make hick flair even hickier oh i mean there has to
2: be a goodwill trip involved in this somewhere
1: oh absolutely you don't shop anywhere else i mean
2: frankly i feel like all of it has to be done at a goodwill
1: yes i also feel like there needs to be a hat of some kind but i don't know what kind i was thinking hat as well but i i don't i don't know i don't i I really don't know i mean you go trucker hat i'll let you i'll let you borrow my georgia hat if you want <laughs> uh, I did, no this is hick flair
2: not guy that works at the corner gas station oh stop that not not billy that works on your truck uh not really where i was headed although it kind of is now that i was thinking
1: about uh, yeah, it yeah it is it's 100 percent where you were headed hick flair
2: all of your best uh all the hillbilly Jim hat
1: yeah, but that... That'd be hard to find. That plays too much into the... I don't know. Plays too much into what? There's not a hillbilly that actually wears that hat. Oh, no. That's like a 1940s throwback.
2: No, th- t- see, in my opinion... Th- all right, here's where my thought is with this, and then we'll get into the draft. This character needs to be dressed as someone like me that's going out trying to make an impression. Mm-hmm. This is... This this is the the mountaineer that is a, a, attempting to make a first impression on a tender date.
1: That's my thought. Okay, all right. So you, uh, I mean, you've got the robe. Oh, no doubt. You've got the flannel robe, no doubt, with the duck feathers. Um, you know, Ric Flair was always about the suits. You know, he's wearing his nicest suits. So what the george polo that you bought at walmart is oh no i can do something with a suit
2: what my is a suit game, suit? Is, my, my a suit game suit? is
1: strong Get, explain to me hick suit i what don't know
2: uh, I, I heard suit and got excited it's overalls oh yeah there's there's you know what there's just there's a lot of things to do here the if the if the jacket is not a denim jacket i feel like you did it wrong. you got
1: overalls Possum shoes? uh <laughs> Can you make shoes out of a squirrel? Uh, is that physically possible? Hundred percent.
2: And is there a squirrel on the planet Earth big enough for me to uh, wear it? As I mean, a if shoe? you were
1: gonna go hat, would you go coonskin cap? Well, no, I, I mean that
2: ties into the West Virginia. I was gonna say that's more of a West Virginia thing. That's uh,
1: there's, there's something there.
2: Suit jacket with the sleeves ripped off
1: this is why we have you guys this is, uh, it's
2: just it's, it's beautiful with the it's, overalls underneath
1: oh absolutely yes. oh the
2: overalls are gonna be under the jacket there is no doubt about that and oh this is gonna get gnarly
1: can't wait to see it
2: this is gonna be my morning i hope tomorrow morning i'm telling you right now everybody's gonna think i'm coming to work at the normal time and i'm gonna show up looking like jethro bodine by the time i get here
1: oh god i hope that happens i hope that happens so much it's gonna be great gonna be great um keep the uh keep the comments coming in the youtube stream don't forget to check us out the com. subscribe to the channel so you can get your uh hick flair recommendation wardrobe recommendations in there now uh because jeremy really wants to try to pull this off uh, the, the more i'm thinking about it the more i want to do it you should man there's nothing holding you back just like drake may There's nothing holding Drake May back. The sky is the limit for this kid as a quarterback. And already three games into his college starting career with the North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, there was a power ranking of college quarterbacks on CBS.com earlier today. They unleashed it. Number one, Bryce Young. Number two, C.J. Stroud. Number three, Caleb Williams. And at number four, Drake May one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football just three games in and jeremy thinks that's astronomically stupid that is the most insane thing i believe i've ever
2: heard in my life why because you have two wins uh one of which is over georgia state three Three wins wins, one of which is over georgia state another is over florida a&m all right yeah you beat app state good for you right good for you
1: but it's the fashion in which he's doing it he's you know he's done two of those without his star wide receiver who's going to be a first round pick in the next NFL draft I don't think there's any question about that Josh Downs will go in the first round of the next draft and he's still doing it and he's putting up massive numbers and that's why he's getting this kind of love this early in his career is it too soon sure sure it is beyond a shadow of a doubt but this gave us the idea we're going to do this list for ourselves in the daily draft that's right daily draft time here in the sportsocracy jeremy and i pitting our wits against each other to take the best class of quarterbacks and now this has nothing to do with their nfl draft this is if we were if we had to go
2: win a college football game right now yes what would, order, what, what would be our top 10 of quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you the first pick. You're going to give me first pick? Because I'm just a nice guy like Well, that. I I appreciate that. Mainly because it's been two days since we did one of these, and
1: I don't even remember what the last one was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with the number one pick in today's daily draft, I will take – I mean, there there is such a thing in the broadcasting business. is called taking the layup. When a story comes about uh, that's the talk of the town – Take the layup. Don't do your Cho Prep too much. It's Bryce Young. Bryce Young is the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, and he did that, I think people people forget. He's only played a year. Granted, he's on the best team in the country, but still, he was the Heisman Trophy winner last year. I think he'll be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Bryce Young has to be your go-to. If I'm starting a quarterback, that's who I want. And I'll be honest
2: with you, he would not have been my number one.
1: Why? It's not a slight at him.
2: There's just somebody that if I had to win one game, I'm going with this kid. Mm -hmm. It's Caleb Williams, USC. Now, I understand he has ridiculous weapons now. He's putting up video game numbers at USC, and he's going to continue to. Mm -hmm. Caleb Williams is going to win the Heisman. You mark my words. Nobody will come close to USC. you you, you remember when i told you this three months ago yes and i said the one game that could hang them up is notre dame second best team on our schedule Mm -hmm. three weeks in second best team on our schedule the team that just got boat raced by marshall don't throw me the score i watched it it was ugly right caleb williams would be my one he is a cheat code now have to take another one Mm -hmm. and you said take the layup yep i'll take the layup cj stroud cj stroud a lot of people probably think he should be too there's been some inconsistency with him that makes me a little nervous Mm -hmm.
1: but i can't take anybody above him no it's it's the layup it is the layup cj stroud will probably end up being uh the second quarterback to come off the board in this upcoming nfl draft uh, those of you with Anthony Richardson in the top two of your quarterback prospects, st- stop it. Stop that. Yeah. Although he may come up in this conversation because we're just talking college quarterbacks, and he is probably one of the most difficult guys to game plan against uh, in all of college football. Okay, um, so my turn in the daily draft here as we're taking the best quarterbacks, or if you had a quarterback, to win a game in college football, who are the quarterbacks that you would take?
2: How is one of yours going to be Stetson Bennett? And it's, it's not time
1: for that just yet. I feel like you say that, and then you're going to do it. You know what? Screw it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Give me Stetson Bennett. Old cowboy hat Bennett. He is the reigning national champion. And look, I have talked crap about Stetson Bennett. I didn't think he should have started for Georgia last year. I always thought the more talented quarterback was JT Daniels, but the one thing that I did not give him enough credit for that I think we're continuing to see is he's a winner. He just he's so damn efficient. He knows he knows the plays, he knows where his quarter where his wide receivers are going to be on any given play. It's almost like he's got that and dare I say, but that Tom Brady mentality of, I know what the defense is showing me. He's super smart and he knows exactly what what player to pick on at the right moment. Does he have elite weapons? Uh, I don't really think so. I mean, at the tight end position, sure. He's
2: got three of the five best tight ends in the country. No so. doubt.
1: No doubt. Tight ends, got it in spades. But... When it comes to the wide receivers, I I mean they're fine. I mean Kiaris Jackson's a dude and you know, but he doesn't have you know, a Marvin Mims. He doesn't have one of the top wide receivers in college football right now. But he's still terribly efficient and if there is a guy that's going to you, you need to go out and win a game, I don't need you to put up 400 yards. I need you to win me the game. And nobody does it in college football like Stetson Bennett. So okay, Hashtag no fine. homer, no homer, no homer. And then I think I'm going to take Will Levis from Kentucky. I did not see you doing that. a guy who I mean he can he can show you a lot of things, and I you know I said this the other day about Kentucky. It's a, that's a team that most people expect uh, run the football, play good defense will levis is a talented quarterback
2: yeah we put out our uh with us being off yesterday we did my volume two of the never too early 2023 nfl mock draft mm-hmm. and there were several comments about will levis look is he going to put up mind-boggling stats in college no because that's a run first team mm-hmm. that plays good defense controls the clock and that's how they beat you in terms of sheer raw talent He is what you're sold that Anthony Richardson is. Mm -hmm. And I said this yesterday. Anthony Richardson's probably going to go in the top 15 when he comes out because of sheer raw talent. And he's not in the stratosphere of a Will Levis to me. So, I mean, I can't fault you for that pick.
1: Yeah. When When Will Levis came to Kentucky, this team was averaging about 120 yards passing every game. He's doubled it just with his presence. And I feel like that's saying something for a a coach that you know he wants to run the football, play good defense. He has put more of the game in this quarterback's hands and it should tell you everything you need to know. Absolutely. That means I have two picks back to back.
2: One of them is abundantly clear to me. So I'm going to do that one second. Spencer Rattler. Stop. Totally. The one I'm going to, this one may shock you. 10 hooker okay just a question in terms of quarterback efficiency last year that's before he started doing before anything that's happened this year how many quarterbacks in america were more efficient than hendon hooker last year with josh Eipel five it's two really cj stroud and grayson mccall hmm that's it and McCall's level of competition kind of comes in into play there. 100%. This is just one of those things that you get a reputation in your head of what we saw at Virginia Tech where he just never threw. Now he goes to Tennessee, he's in this pass-happy offense, and people are stuck in the, well, he's just a running quarterback. No, he is not. No, he is not. I mean, he is. He does that. He is a very good running quarterback, right. but that's not all he does now we're up against commercial break there's another player i feel really good about after the break I'll tell you who it is. you're in the sportsocracy
1: here on espn asheville
3: attention it's time for the morning announcements make sure your parents are aware of the ingles tools for schools program and ask them to link their ingles advantage card to our school remember you have to do it each year now please stand and join me in the pledge of allegiance
1: When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from The Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade in at Fred
0: Anderson, Nissan of Asheville. The Sportsocracy. The
2: ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen.
1: Let's keep
3: moving forward.
1: Moving forward is is the only thing that you can expect from a guy like Drake May, the new quarterback for the North Carolina Tar Heels who, who, who spurred this whole idea of today's daily draft, of drafting the top college quarterbacks uh, in the nation because CBS did a power ranking of the quarterbacks as it stands right now, three weeks into the season. And Drake May is fourth behind the Heisman front runners. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and Caleb Williams. Jeremy thinks that's dumb. I think it's it's, it's just an overreaction. I think it's in I think it's an overreaction. I, I obviously like the kid, uh oh, very, I like atta- the kid. very attached to the North Carolina program and I think he's going to be great. But this is a little too much too soon. Might be, you know, this is something that I would expect out of uh, you know, I don't know, a guy like Tank Spencer, who would make a list like this and go, I'm just immediately in love with this kid. He's one of the best quarterbacks in all of college football. Three games in, despite the fact that you haven't played a legitimate contender. If you'd have done this against Georgia or Alabama, one of the top defensive teams in the country, I would expect this kind of reaction. But you've done it against Florida A&M and Appalachian State and uh, Georgia State. It's ironic you said that if you had done it against georgia or alabama i feel like somebody did
2: just do it oh yeah my next pick Quinn Ewers. quinn yours mulleted man you had to know i was doing it mm-hmm. you saw enough in the quarter and a half or whatever it was that he played name me another quarterback that smoked alabama like that mm-hmm. in the last 10 years mm-hmm. smoked them knew exactly what they were doing i mean stats bennett is the only one that comes to mind can do it like that <laughs> I mean, he grinded them out he, he did. didn't come he out did. and just go uh full air raid right Mike Leach is calling
1: plays today let's go I think Quinn Ewers is a dog mm-hmm. all of the concerns that everybody had of him coming into the season of well we haven't seen him do it on the field yet was pretty much pretty much erased and then unfortunately he had the shoulder injury and now he's going to be gone for what six weeks that's about right yeah so quinn ewers all right so so far in the daily draft you've got caleb williams cj stroud hendon hooker and quinn ewers so far i got bryce young stetson bennett and will levis i'm pretty sure that uh,
2: i could draft uh, Wee herman and myself with the last two picks and i still win this uh yeah i mean uh, dude, whatever satisfied Browns fan said joe burrow and trevor lawrence case and point quarterbacks that have torched Alabama
1: oh yeah Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence yeah
2: Uh, that's the two answers I like being in that company you
1: like you like the trajectory here for Quinn Ewers
2: oh I've said if I was Arch Manning I would be terrified of uh, of that
1: mulleted man Mm -hmm. I mean if he's gonna look that good then there may be an actual competition next year oh I'm on record as saying I don't think Arch Manning
2: shows up at Texas Oh, he switches. Why in the world would I go sit behind him for a mm-hmm. year? I
1: can go to Georgia and start immediately.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I can go to Alabama and start immediately. Yes, you can, Kirby. Get on the phone right now. Uh, bring me Arch Manning. I will be one very happy individual. We are, uh, and in drafting these quarterbacks, the the question on the table is not who's got the best, uh, who's, who's got the best pro potential, who's going to get drafted in the first round. This is if you had to win a game, who are you taking? and i want to go with one of these you know one of these quarterbacks who's had massive numbers from a smaller conference but i just don't know i don't know if it's the level of competition like you mentioned Grayson McCall i mean he's a he's a really good sunbelt quarterback mm-hmm. but can he be that on a national scale like i'm uh, you know if Rand- he had
2: gone to a bigger
1: school right i'm random school and uh, we're playing alabama Was Grayson McCall the one that I think can come in and make me competitive against them? I just don't know that that is the case. But there is one guy that I look at and go, "I I don't know that I've seen you at your absolute best yet, but there's a lot of hype around you right now, and it's Tyler Van Dyke. I feel like he gets better every game.
2: He does. I mean, in his coming but, out parties this weekend.
1: And because if
2: I hear it. the stat that Texas A&M's allowed 119 passing yards to Sam Houston State and Chase Bryce, mm-hmm. little bit different here, and you lost one of those two. Yep.
1: And Van Dyke has has an arm like few have in the entire country plus he's mobile he just he does all the things mm-hmm. i like tyler van
2: Dyke a now i will say i like him he's kind of in that will levis boat for me i like him better as a pro
1: prospect than i like him in college mm-hmm. and then for the final selection for me and the daily draft today i said i said the thing i said about lower level school guys but there's also there's there's one kid that I have seen play pretty good. Granted, it's against West Coast competition, and we all know what West Coast football is, but he goes to a lesser school, and it's Jake Hainer. Something about that kid I really, really like. I
2: mean, I get it. I think you're going to see this weekend against USC. Yeah,
1: you're not on the level of these other guys. Maybe he can't keep up, but is that because Fresno State just doesn't have the weapons? To keep up with a with a with a team like USC
2: on the scoreboard, I mean that obviously hurts, but th- there's th- there's a lot that goes into this. Oregon State, you just lost a game that you absolutely had no reason to lose, mm-hmm. and I could drop a lot of it on Jay Kaner because he couldn't manage the clock. Not a bad, he's not a bad player. Mm-hmm. He's a now in terms of we're not talking about NFL draft stock here, but he's one of those I talked about yesterday of he'll be a third string quarterback in the NFL for a really long time. Mm-hmm. He's a good college quarterback. Now, for me, I'm going to take that kid that you spent three minutes sliding earlier, uh, Grayson McCall. Grayson McCall. Yeah. Uh, I, I, had, I had a top eight because I had a feeling you weren't going to take Quinn yours. I got four of my top six. Good. And five of my top eight. Grayson McCall would be good at any level. Mm-hmm. Now, is he going to go out and throw for 4,000 yards? Mm, no. But that's not what he's asked to do. Mm-hmm. To me, he's a more talented version of Stetson Bennett with much less weapons okay are we doing a udf
1: udfa here sure udfa undrafted free agent we will uh count down from three we'll both say a name if we take the same guy nobody gets it i'll let you go first because i know you're not going to say the one i am okay drake may give him to me i knew that's what you were gonna of do. course i did of course i did i was having this conversation uh, with my dad yesterday we were talking about drake may and i said you know i fell in love really really quickly with sam Howell." i said from the third game he ever played at carolina this kid's gonna win a heisman trophy and i feel like he could have had his offensive line protected him even a little bit last year or if you could have played dead and western on defense true i like drake may better i don't but
2: i could i just need to see you do it against sure
1: big boy competition sure and acc season's coming up soon and you'll 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 be able to see what drake may can do when he faces stiffer competition uh, now my final one has absolutely
2: no pro prospects whatsoever It's kj jefferson at arkansas he's just a gamer mm-hmm. and he fit he embodies that arkansas mentality to the highest extreme i love sam Pittman. And the more I see and hear of him, the more I love him. Mm -hmm. And I swear to you, if he could have built a quarterback out of granite, it would have been KJ Jefferson. I just love the kid. I think they're going to upset teams that will shock
1: you before this season's out. Mm -hmm. All right, there's your daily draft for today. Uh, We'll have it posted up on social media. You can vote on the winner as we do each and every day. When we come back from the break, we will uh, well be time for the most important message of the day. Don't do
4: crimes. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? home trust banks team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate we want to hear your story learn your aspirations and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you with a wide range of personal mortgage and commercial services you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at home trust bank score big with home trust bank ready for what's next member fdic equal housing lender
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. We are back in the sportsocracy on ESPN
1: Asheville. Most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. Don't do crimes. And if you're going to do crimes, I keep saying this over and over again. If you're going to do crimes, it's probably not a good idea to advertise the fact that you're doing crimes. I have been waiting for a story like this to pop up for a couple of years now. This comes to us from Flomation, Alabama. Which I still maintain is a made up place. It is. It is a made up place. It is actually spelled Flomaton. Uh, But in Flomation, Alabama, a man is facing charges for moonshining. 48-year-old Johnny Wayne Griffiths. And you may know that name if you watch a lot of television and reality television shows. Because this guy has not been on just one, but two different shows that talk about the fact that he runs from the cops while making moonshine. Like I said, I've been waiting for this story to happen. That, that that Eastern Eastern Tennessee, the Moonshiners guys who started the the trend of these Moonshiner shows. Like how how how's this work? You go on television, you tell everyone you're doing crimes, yeah, but they never catch you. Ah, uh, it's not crimes. It's absolutely crimes.
2: Uh, it's, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: We'll ask Asheville Police Chief David Zach tomorrow. Uh, And he will say 100% crimes. Back in 2020, Griffiths competed on a Discovery Channel show called Moonshiners Mastered Distiller. And also this past year, a new television series launched called Alabama Shine that features him on the country network. I don't know what the country network is or where to find it, but it's on the country network. Is
2: that CMT? I... Don't know. That's the only country network I know.
1: Yeah, Griffiths and another moonshiner in Carbon Hill, Alabama, are featured on that show. And finally, officials say they have caught up to him. He is now charged with making illegal alcohol because you can't just make your own. There's taxes that you have to pay, and what do they do if you don't pay your taxes? They throw your tail in jail. That's how they got... uh, that's how they got al capone i'm pretty sure mr flomation moonshiner is not going to be able to uh to escape the the alabama code of enforcement for too much longer uh he has been charged and if he is convicted he could face five years in prison again if you're gonna do crimes don't advertise the fact that you do crimes was that money that you made off of the country network tv show really enough For you to go, yeah, I'll spend five years in jail. It's kind of hard for me to agree with you on any of this, considering I'm friends with three of (laughs) the (laughs) them. Kind of makes it difficult. Look, look, am I saying that I don't enjoy the product? No. I am a mountain. I I am born and raised in these here mountains, and we all know that that stuff is just white gold. Uh, Well, I mean, for you. But still. You have one smell of it
2: and floor. So, still I enjoy Me on the other hand. I can actually do enjoy it. it. Do it by the jar. Now, real crimes were committed by William Branch. Guess what state he's from? Florida. There it is. This story comes to us from the wonderful state of crimes, Florida. Mr. Branch was at a Chick-fil-A, and he saw a woman with a baby, and she was trying to get the baby into the car. So what did Mr. Branch decide to do? Well, let's try to let's just steal her keys and try to hijack her car. Well, the only problem is that Michael Gordon noticed this. He is an employee of the Chick-fil-A. And I'm going to assume he's either a high school wrestler or something of the like. Mm-hmm. Because when he saw the attempted carjacking happen, he took matters into his own hand and literally guillotine-choked Mr. Branch out. Cops were called. He was arrested, and he was charged with carjacking with a weapon and battery outside the Chick-fil-A.
1: Attempted kidnapping? Is that a charge you can put on somebody? Well he, didn't try to, like-
2: well, he didn't try to steal them. He was just trying to steal the car. They weren't in the car. Oh, they were. the baby was not in the car. No, they were outside of the car. She had keys in her hand. He ran up and grabbed them, and then this lovely Chick-fil-A employee Made very short work of him. We'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, would you like to guess what the weapon he was brandishing was? Notice that I did not tell you. I didn't say anything about a weapon in the story because he had a weapon and it did not save him from the Chick-fil-A employee, who, by the way, tend to be the nicest people on the planet Earth. Was it a gun? Did he have a gun? No. Knife? No. Baton. What would be the most Florida thing I could say right here? flip-flop uh math pipe was uh <laughs> stick he had a stick Stick, okay he had a stick and that takes it to a higher level of felony because he had a stick in his hand mm. now, dead, here's, now here's was my it, question was it at least a
1: sharpened stick nope
2: just a stick he just picked the, up off the ground okay. now here's my question did the chick-fil-a employee look at him after he choked him out and said it's my pleasure to serve you because
1: <laughs> that would make the story even better look at i mean you may you you may have the best chicken sandwich on the market
2: not close Mm, i think it's close it's not close i think it's close well i mean there are several that are good chick-fil-a is the one you show up at 639 by 642 you are to the red light and going your own way right if the u.s government ran as efficiently
1: as a chick-fil-a did we would not have inflation problems right now you may have the big you may because bojangles they're doing bojangles stuff very they're good they're doing stuff with that chicken sandwich absolutely they it's are. breaking boundaries uh you may have the best. they also have better sandwich, sweet tea but the no, no doubt best employees of a fast food chain they're always so kind i know they always put your sauce in the bag mm-hmm.
2: you know what you're getting mm-hmm. every single time yeah and at other fast food places, you might get a cheeseburger or you might get a Band-Aid. <laughs> you, don't, you just don't know. Yeah, it's no clue. a lottery.
4: Who knows Ooh. what's going to be in this bag?
1: Uh, it is the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Tonight, we got NFL football once again. It's been two days. It's been two days too long since we've had NFL football. Tonight, you got the Los Angeles Chargers in Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. We talked about at the top of the program what a big game this is for both of these teams. It will help us a- along the way of what how we feel these teams will compete against each other and the rest of that division all season long. But you can only find it on Amazon Prime. And the, it, a lot of people are losing their minds about this. Of course they are because we don't this have This is not it.
2: hard to figure out. The NFL is trying to find a younger audience. It's what they're after. It's the reason that you get games on Nickelodeon, which to me, stupid, but I'm also not six, and according to you, I never had a childhood. (laughs) There was never a time in my life that I would go, I'm going to watch the Chargers and the Chiefs because Pat Mahomes is going to get slimed on if he scores a touchdown. I'm out on that. I'd have been out on that when I was six. But tonight you're going to have TikTok influencers that are that, that are doing something with the game mm-hmm. i have a funny feeling we're going to walk away from the way this is presented and go what was that
1: just because of all the different things that it will include the all different of the elements. Added,
2: all of the added nonsense mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of added nonsense now i understand why you do it you're trying to get the fa- you have me you could put this on PBS at 4 o'clock in the morning, and guess what? I'm watching it. You're trying to find the, the the precursory fan. I understand that. But I don't need all of these extra little bells and whistles. I'm good with
1: Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreit. Let's just do this the way we know how to do it. Mm-hmm. The sad thing is that's not that's not the new generation, and that's not who they're after. They've got you, regardless, oh, yeah. regardless of what kind of crap they throw out there. I mean, they could, you know, they they could break down at halftime and start doing Katy Perry, uh, you know, greatest hits. And uh, ESPN did that at one time. They, they started having concerts in the middle of halftime. They did, but that's what still I'm still watched it. But that's what I'm saying. They've got you. They've got me. They've got pretty much everybody listening to this program. The the people that they don't have are the younger generation, the TikTok generation. If you can throw out, uh, you know, some hot TikToker, the Beast or whatever the hell his name is, uh, you could throw somebody like that onto the broadcast and get more kids interested, then you're going to do it. And I, I mean, look, I know a few kids, but I don't know any kids that are interested in sitting down and just watching a, three-hour football game that just has al michaels and kirk herb street you need to you need to snap it up you gotta you, you gotta keep them entertained and that's what they're after look i get it
2: all right roger goodell could show up at my house once a week and punch me in the face and poop in my driveway and it would not change the fact that i'm still gonna watch seven hours of commercial free football right but but I think you have to be careful in a standalone like this. It's one thing with the playoff game when there's two others. I have a, I have a legitimate fear that tonight is going to be one of those things that you just walk away and go, what was that? Now, the NFL learns very quickly. They don't tend to make mistakes for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. I know a good amount of what's going to happen tonight. Just different press releases and things like that. I know a lot of the people that are going to be involved in this. And it's not making me feel warm and fuzzy. The fact that there are six TikTok influencers. I'm Okay, maybe just do that on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's where you're going to find them anyway. Give me a way to consume the game. This is the one one of the major qualms that I have had with the NFL. In these standalone games, you can chase that kid audience. I don't care. Give me away as the purist to watch this Manning cast. It's fantastic mm-hmm. because you get from the, from Peyton and Eli's brain. Yeah. There's some Tom around it. That's fine. I like that. I don't want what I'm afraid this is going to be to be the only way I can consume this. I, I don't need to hear Jake and Logan Paul telling me what they think about the chargers, bro. I'm good on that. <laughs> I am good on that. And I'm and he, I'm afraid that I'm afraid that's gonna be a part of the narrative today All right.
1: Just little things I know. Hmm. Yeah, I, I won't be so much interested in that. But I think they put the hell put together a hell of a team to put this game out there. You got Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet doing the actual heavy lifting during the game. And then for the pregame, halftime, post game shows you got Tony Gonzalez, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Richard Sherman. Well, that's good. I, I feel like that's, that could be a very entertaining thing. I love Tony Gonzalez. We've always known that Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, who can forget? Who can forget showing up with the chains and all of that? There's there can be a fun element to him, and Richard Sherman's one of the uh one of the smartest and um braggadocious individuals that ever played the game oh well, Richard Sherman's gonna be a star doing this. oh absolutely
2: there, there are very few people that have ever gotten into commentary that I have been positive we're gonna be stars
1: but with all those guys involved in the broadcast I don't feel like there's a whole lot of room for ancillary things Man. and, if and they, I hope you're right and if they try to shove too much into it it's gonna be a distraction that's my fear mm-hmm.
2: my fear is that we're gonna walk away from this and just go good lord that was a combination of a mishmash of yeah but the football is going to be fantastic what do you look for tonight your your big takeaway after the break i'll give my pick
1: uh my big my big thing i'm looking forward to tonight is seeing justin herbert carve apart a kansas city chiefs defense that i do not believe in i want to see him be protected i'm worried about chris jones obviously as everybody should be but I want to see Justin Herbert have that big moment on the road in Arrowhead primetime game. It's time for you to step up and claim your title as one of the top quarterbacks in this league. I like it. If you had to lay a prediction on it.
2: uh, Like final score prediction? Yeah, I'm going to give a final score. Just I'm so going to go
1: oof. Chargers- 43 good gracious Kansas City 37 I think it's going to be back and forth all night long I at least that's what I hope it turns
2: out to be indeed well part of the mullets draft kit if you're a member of our patreon is that you get my fantasy rankings every week those will be out tomorrow uh but in this little mini banger segment I'm gonna give you what you would find in that Final score, over-unders, all the good things, and that'll be coming up right after this.
1: Black Mountain, get ready to rock. Dark City Rock Fest, presented by Elite Events and Promotions, is coming to Silverado's. Saturday, September 17th, starring Saving Able. $20 in advance, 25-day of show, and a portion of the proceeds will go to United Way, Dark City Rock Fest, with Saving Abel. Saturday September 17th at Silveradoswnc.com.
2: Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com.
1: If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now.
3: At Ingles, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings.
2: Tonight, Thursday night football, Las Vegas or Los Angeles Chargers, excuse me, at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are a four-point favorite. Over/under. It's 54. I'm gonna be honest with you. I see no path that this game does not go over. Because neither one of these look, the pass rush for the Chargers is very good. The front four for the Chiefs is pretty good. The back half, especially if there's no JC Jackson, not great for either one of them. Now, that being said, who's gonna do the scoring? This is what I get asked more often than I get asked for anything. So starting tomorrow, if you're a member of the Patreon, you will be able to get projections for fantasy football the way I do them, which is I go all the way down to who's going to get how many carries tonight. I have Pat Mahomes going 27 of 41, 357 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. That's a, that's a very good fantasy night. It'll be dispersed. I have Juju Smith-Schuster as the highest scoring of the receivers. And Isaiah Pacheco is the highest scoring of the running backs. Mm. Now, with the Chargers, I think we all know who the highest scoring of the receivers is going to be. Josh Palmer. It's Josh Palmer. 18.6 points in my projection. With a touchdown, Justin Herbert goes 28-43, 327 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Also, formidable night. But what you're really interested in, the final score. I got this one, 31-28 Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers cover. Chiefs win if it was in LA I'd be taking the Chargers it's not it's gonna be very hard to go into Arrowhead and win now we're doing five on it so what are the gambling pigs for this five on it I got 50 on the Chargers plus the four because in spite of the fact that I don't think they win I don't see much of a chance that this game gets out of hand I think we're overvaluing the Chiefs because of what we just saw with them beating a terrible Cardinals team that people haven't figured out how terrible they are the Chargers really controlled the Raiders in spite of the fact that the score didn't show that. So I got 50 on it, Chargers plus four. I got 50 on it over the 54. And then for the first time ever, I got five on it. Josh Palmer, first touchdown scorer at plus 1,500.
1: I love Josh Palmer right out the, so much. Right out the gate, you think he's going to score the first points of the game?
2: Well, you know, if
1: you hit that, if you go to BetUs.com, use our promo
2: code Sportsocracy, that five dollar wager will pay you seventy five U S dollars. If I'm right, and if you put ten on, it'll pay you hundred and fifty. Very
1: good return on the investment. It's a great return on the investment. That's right.
2: With no Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer is going to be a more a more fixated part of the offense. You're going to get LeJarius Need on Mike Williams. They're going to try to take Mike Williams out, and you beat us with the ancillary pieces. Mm-hmm. I don't love Jalen guyton i don't love gerald everett big night for austin eckler big night for josh palmer and our buddy brian haynes is not here so i'd be i'd be remiss if i didn't give a shout out to him with a
1: go Chargers, go that's coming up tonight on thursday night football the first ever on amazon prime exclusively unless you're in the local markets and uh yeah that's uh That's why you're not going to be able to see the game tonight if you don't have Amazon Prime. So save your emails. Don't call Spectrum upset that you've blocked the game or something. It's only on Amazon Prime. We will have the full recap of all of it tomorrow right here in the Sportsocracy as well as playing Beat the Chief, College, Pro, and all of Jeremy's fire picks for the weekend. Bangers going deep. Got two that are plus
3: 30-point dogs
1: here in the Sportsocracy tomorrow on ESPN Asheville.